Good afternoon and welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laron Landis and the late Patty Fink and uh, Jean uh, Soslow uh, from the Jewish Music Hour has uh, agreed to stay to help us uh, with the phones during Pledge Drive. Thank you so thank much, Jean. Thank you, Jean. And thank you, thank you for taking calls on the last show, too. Um, last show had a record Pledge Drive last time. We had our largest pledge drive last time in at least 10 years. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We did real well, so thank you, uh, thank Rebecca. You thank you, Mike. Mike from Flower Mound is probably our longest listener. Uh, he was pledging back at the old crack house. Yes, I remember Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. That is a long time. Uh, Candy, thank you for your pledge. Vivian and Louise, thank you so much. Patty, thank you for your pledge. Uh, Carl, uh, David, and Tanya. Lots of, uh, some of those are new pledgers, too. Yeah. So uh, thank you very much for your pledges. For Pledge Drive this time, we have a pair of Indigo Girls tickets with John Tavius Willis. Friday, October 21st, showdown at the Granada Theater, 34... Uh, 3534 Lower Greenville in Dallas. Doors open at 7, the show's at 8. We have one pair for a pledge of $100. Uh, it's general admission, or uh, for $130, you'll also get a KNON t-shirt. So for a $100 pledge, I would uh, take those tickets, but I have my 50th high school reunion that weekend. 50th? 50, I know. How is that possible since I'm only in my extremely late 40s? I don't know. Go explain. It happened to me, too, several years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Patty and Laurent are laughing at us. I missed my 40th because of COVID. Well, we didn't exist. We actually missed our 50th because of COVID. Uh, and uh, so we're having a delayed... So it's really your 60th. <laughs> well, no, it's really our 52nd. I missed my 45th because the refinery blew up in Big Spring. <laughs> oh, wow. It happens. <laughs> and Why Big couldn't it happen on the 50th? No, it happened on no. the 50th. Um, so if you'd like uh, these pair of Indigo Girls tickets, a uh, $100 pledge gets you a pair of general admission tickets. Um, you're going to pay more than that for the tickets and, uh, and dinner that night if you were to buy the tickets individually. So, And this is, folks, <clears throat> Indigo Girls. It's the Indigo Girls. I know. I, like I said, I would have taken them if... Uh, it's Amy, if I if Amy I and Emily. Mm -hmm. You know, it's this one, two of a kind. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now, if you'd like those tickets, though, 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Or go on, well, no, you'd have to call in for those tickets uh, so that we don't give them away to somebody else. Uh, so give us a call, 972-647-1893, if you would like those tickets. Otherwise, 
what you can do is, uh, if you just want to make a pledge to KNON, you can go online, see what all the pledge premiums are. We have a new Heather Red KNON Voice of the People t-shirt. Um, that's what I'm getting, because it's, and Laron just said he's getting that one too. Patty will get the pink t-shirt, because she thinks pink is for girls, right? Never. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like these stereotypes. Oh, women's cut. I, and it's you pink. know, all these years that we've been on the air together, I never knew that you don't like stereotypes. <laughs> I never knew that. Well, I just came out against them, so okay, for the first well, time. For the first time, Patty's against stereotypes, so we all have to adjust our thinking for Patty. <laughs> But if you'd like to make a pledge, 972-647-1893, or you can go online, knon.org, and hit the Pledge Now button. You'll see all the different pledge premiums. You can make your pledge. All we're asking for is the basic information, name, address, phone number, email address, and how you'd like to make your pledge. It's very easy to do because, you know how I know it's easy to do? Because that's how I make my pledge. And if I can do it. You can, you can do it. Anybody, anybody can, do it. can do it. Right, right. So our guest today is Candy Markham. Candy, once again, thank you for being our Pledge Drive show guest. My pleasure. Um, last week on our show, we were talking about the legal implications of taking away marriage equality. And that is a threat after the abortion ruling uh, and Judge Thomas's um, uh, wish list con concoctive uh, coordinating pretty much he gave a warning co collaborating it, it, it pretty much gave a warning I'm, I'm coming after you guys it was like wow we did this hey let's do these things too exactly so, it really was. It was he said literally let's revisit these yeah I was talking to somebody who said oh judge judge Thomas insinuated the, no there was no insinuation no, he, said <laughs> he said it he was very clear he, he very clear cases Obergefell is one of them yeah. yeah by the way Jim Obergefell won his primary he did yes. yeah and he's going on to uh, the general election in, for the Ohio legislature Ohio. Ohio yeah so you know I, I think Thomas needs to be really careful talking about marriage uh because he's in a biracial marriage. Yeah, he didn't mention that case, though. And and it has always um, it it is it is new historically speaking for people of different races to be able to marry. And he his wife is white and he is black. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? Once again, I think shooting himself in the foot. But he would say differently. He said in public that he thought that the Obergefell ruling was disgusting. And the comparison of his marriage to a gay marriage um, is disgusting. Yeah. He used that word. Yeah. That they're not in, in, at all in any way similar or the same. Marriage but, is marriage. But here, here's what I find interesting. So the new, um, what is it called, Respect for Marriage Act that passed the House... Um, you know, they think they might be able to get 10 votes from the Senate, um, GOP in the Senate, to get this made in, into law. Everybody's focusing on the, um, the, the same-sex marriage part. It also includes interracial marriage as part of this act. Right. And no one's really talking about that. So if you are against 
same-sex marriage before interracial marriage by voting against this you're still voting against interracial the protection of interracial right. marriage right but it, and why does he not get that yeah yeah and Laurent, of all people yeah. Would that also protect you in a gay marriage and an international <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Do they include the combo? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know how that will work. So anyway, last week we were talking about the legal impl implications with Laurie Birch. So th today I wanted to talk about what it's done for us, why it's healthy, um, and what taking it away could possibly do. Yeah. So, Candy, first of all, just give us a little summary of why is marriage so affirming? You know, it, it is affirming for everyone, regardless of if it's a same-gender marriage or opposite-gender marriage. Uh, it's a commitment. Uh, it is a public commitment. I think it helps us not run away. <laughs> I think it helps us try to work things out in marriages, which are difficult. Um, it validates that we're a person of worth and that our relationship has worth and for me <clears throat> Carolyn and I got married after 30 years of being together and I just bawled through the whole thing <laughs> which really surprised me Carolyn said it didn't surprise her but it really surprised me um, it was just so moving and after fighting most of my adult life for equal rights for LGBTQ people, there it was for me coming full circle. And of course, after 30 years, we're pretty committed. Uh, I think it'll work. No gunshot <laughs> wedding there. Right. <laughs> but it, it is very affirming. And, and the idea that we have to fight again for this, and we're ready. We'll do it. So I was wondering, does everybody, because all three of you are married on the other side of the table. I'm widowed, so I did have a wedding. Um, do you have examples of how marriage has been affirming to you? Oh, I think so. I, I, I think there's a whole um, um, kind of stratum of insecurity that many of us have lived with. And the fact that we could have a will, we could have all the so-called documents in place, and they just don't mean anything unless you're really married, unless the state recognizes your marriage. So that when I when I die, assuming I die first, Aaron, well, I'll assume that. <laughs> well, I am older than Aaron, uh, but not by much. Um, I was going to say bad day or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sh that the house we've both been paying a mortgage on for all of these many years, she would be able to, it would be hers, and there would be no question right. that it would be hers. And we've seen what happens with famous people, with, with people who are not known at all, um, right here at home and across the country, who have lost everything because some relative out of nowhere comes and takes it all because the courts were not willing to recognize those documents, those wills, those powers of attorney, those everything. And so with marriage came this, this idea in, in my experience that I could go to sleep at night and if I died in my sleep, Aaron would have the house. And yeah. there would be all the things we've built our lives together, you know, 
um, my 401k, like all the things. It would be treated as a marriage and our, our property. And it's really sort of translated too into how we view things. Like when we have major expenses, we're like, oh, well, you know, it's all coming out of the same money. <laughs> Except for um, candy. Well, no. now that's changed. <laughs> See, it changed with you too. Yeah. Like, like you just recognize, well, it's, it's all, all the same it's thing. All blobbed together now. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. And you're so out. happy yeah, about it. <laughs> right, right. That's too funny. Okay, Laurent, do you have an example? Well, you've been married the longest because you got married in Canada even before it was right, right, in the right, US. Right. Uh, we just celebrated our 15-year marriage anniversary. Wow! But 25 years together. Wow! So, um, you know, I, the one the first example that comes to my mind is it, it has to do in the context of having a kid. When Gabrielle was, oh God, I think a year and a half, a year old, something like that, she had to be hospitalized in their children's, and. Um, at one point, she was she had RSV, uh, I forget the respiratory disease, and they put children in isolation. And the only people it's on it's on the floor where everybody's quarantined. Um, the only people allowed on that floor are parents. And at one point, I guess Danny went to the restroom or something, and I was just me and Gabriella in the, in the in the room. And the nurse came in to check on her, and she just said, "Oh, where'd your husband go?" And mm -hmm. I'm like. It was so refreshing. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell her that we were married, mm -hmm. um, but she just—I don't know if she saw it on the records or if she saw our wedding ring, so she just assumed that we we were. But that was and so. And got it right. And she got it right. But it, and she just treated us like anybody else. She didn't say, "Where'd your friend go? Where'd your partner go?" She said, "Where'd your husband go?" And so um, validating. And it was, or let it me was, see your marriage license. Exactly. She, it yeah. was so validating, and so that was that was emotional. Yeah. And we've gotten it several times throughout the years, but that was one of the first times. Um, so that's how marriage makes a difference, you know, because before then you're always wondering, oh God, are they going to challenge? Are they going to ask? You know, you're like, well, who is he to you? And you have to go through this rigor more. No, it was just, where'd your husband, husband go? It was it was very nice. Yeah, Candy, do you have an example? You know, I have a recent one. It's not as uh, meaningful as the two we just heard. But, but the little ones add up. <laughs> well, it, do, it does have meaning. I uh, have a dental insurance plan through one of my um, associations, professional associations, uh, and I wanted to put Carolyn on it as a spouse. No problem. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it is. And it's not little. Right. No, but I mean, no, yeah. it's not. But it's, it's not so a big dramatic story in. either. Right. It's, it's just, just an everyday thing. What is your spouse's name? And I said, Carolyn. They didn't miss a beat. Nope. They just nope. kept. Do you know, <laughs> I have, I have a, uh, a little one like that, too. Um, my father-in-law was in the hospital. This was after Brian died. I, I was, he lives in Austin. I was down in Austin. I went to the hospital to visit him. And the nurse came into the room, and she said, oh, uh, and this is my son-in-law, David. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it was just a little nothing. But you know what marriage did? It gave people the language to use. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I, I remember um, Brian just loved my family because the, he was just accepted. And he talked about our cousins. Uh. And he called my aunt. He, he called my aunt, my aunt uh -huh. himself. Um, but 
And I will tell you, uh, I have many examples uh, before we could marry, um, especially around AIDS, where there would be a couple that was very committed and one died and the parents swooped in and took half the stuff. Mm -hmm. Half the house, half the cars. Took furniture out, literally yeah. hauled stuff out of the room. It, it was horrible. Number one, the partner probably was also HIV. Uh, but that's his home. And he had to move out of that home. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm thinking of one guy, but I mean, I've, I saw it. I saw it so often that I would advise my clients Go get those seven documents from mm -hmm. Rebecca Covell or whomever and, and protect yourself because, oh, my family would never do that. They do. Yeah. They turn uh, to people you don't remember or you don't know. And, um, you know, it's that where there's a will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. uh, Literally. You know, and marriage, marriage would nip that in the bud. And on the last day, uh, the worst day of my life, which was the day Brian died, by the time we got to the hospital, um, they asked me just two questions. They said, um, are you next of kin? And I said, yes. They said, are you legally married? And I said, yes. And they said, oh, okay, great. Here's what we're going to do. Simple. It, it makes a difference. That yep. people instead take of for it, granted. Instead of in the middle of the night having to call Brian's parents out of town, gee, they want to do such and such treatment. Well, you're there. Tell them to do it. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and that's one of the fears I have. If if we should, um, if if they should rule against us and make it a state issue rather than a, yep. a federal right. That's what they're trying to do. Um, we can all remember so well what it's like. I mean, look look just look at what's happening now with with uh, reproductive health for women and abortion rights. It's a it's a quilt of. Of a patchwork quilt across the country of you can get abortion in this state or you can get um, your, they will save your life as a as a mother if you're um, in danger in this state but not in this state and over here they're going to let you get as sick as you possibly can get so that they can justify letting you have an abortion now rather than just doing it when you knew the the baby was not viable right. and all this stuff and we remember. You know, being married in this state, but when you cross the driver into Oklahoma, you're not married, or, and all of that kind of stuff, yeah. and that will return. And it makes no sense to me when it's a relationship and we have a, a contract, a marital contract through our marriage license, and everyone who is married has that contract that they would not honor that contract in another state. That's why it needs to be federal. Yes, exactly. exactly. We need to take a break, but before we do, it is Pledge Drive here at KNON. Uh, one of the things that we have to give away, and we have not gotten a call on these yet, we have a pair of Indigo Girls tickets. They'll be at the Granada Theater on October 21st. Uh, that's for a $100 pledge. So a $100 pledge will give you a pair of general admission tickets. A $130 pledge will get you a pair of tickets and a t-shirt. <coughs> I'm losing voice again. Well, while he's doing that, just give, give us a call at 972-647-1893. Hey, a lot of you all listen to Spotify, iTunes, satellite radio, and other subscriptions that make you pay. We give you the choice, but if enough people don't make that choice, we won't have one. So give us a call, 972-647-1893. 
Okay. And welcome back to Jewish Music Hour. What were you asking? We, you can say it on the air. How much more did we raise last time? Uh, over nine hundred dollars. Dang, we have the best listeners. We have absolutely the best listeners. We Let's do. do it again. Let's do that again. And in yeah. order to do that, we need you to make a call nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three, or go online to knom.org and hit the pledge now button. Um, okay, so Laurent, I gave you the page of reasons to pledge to KNON. Yeah, one, you rarely hear the music anywhere else, but even though you don't hear music on this show, but on the radio station in general. You're going to hear stuff that you don't hear everyone Well, else. like last hour, I played Stevie Wonder in Hebrew. <laughs> this is true. You don't normally you hear, don't that hear that. You don't hear that. You hear that. And I miss that. <laughs> Play it again next week. <laughs> Your only chance to control what goes on in radio on the uh, on the radio in Dallas. All the other radio stations, you have absolutely zero say so. What? And oftentimes play. the people in the studio running the show on exactly. those have no control over what's happening either. Exactly. Another reason. <laughs> this we, show feels like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one is the best in radio alternatives, and you're listening to it right now. Where else are you going to hear a show like this in Dallas-Fort Worth? Probably anywhere. You know what? I don't know about Houston, but anywhere in Texas right now. Nowhere else. Nowhere else you're going to hear an LGBT show that we control, produce. And do you know what today is? What? It's our 39th year anniversary of the <gasps> it show. Is. It is. Happy mm -hmm. birthday to us. 8883. Yep. What so. are we going to do for 40? Uh, I don't know, but we need to start making some yes. plans. We really do. Yeah. So, there are, I think, five shows left from that first day that uh, KNON broadcast, or the first week that KNON broadcast. And we're one of them. We are one of them. Wow. So, it shows what kind of a commitment. You know, people ask me, oh, well, does KNON really care about gay and lesbian radio? Uh, or did they just give you the show? Well, they didn't just give me the show. We had to fight for it. Um, but once it was offered... It was kind of Bill Nelson and several other people who were the original hosts of the show. Buck Massey. Buck the Massey, Buck, right. Buck Massey. Oh, yeah, Buck Massey. Yeah. Um, they got together and said, okay, we have a gay show. What's that? Because there was no <laughs> such thing. But we've turned it into something. And uh, a number of stations across the country do have LGBT shows now. Uh, but th has the station stood behind us? Absolutely. 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 The lo longest running LGBTQ radio show. That we know of. We keep challenging listeners to. There's one in Los Angeles. Otherwise, but no, we haven't. There's one in Los Angeles that's a weekly talk show, mm -hmm. but they haven't been on continuously. Right. They started before us. There was a show in Philadelphia that went on before us, but it's not on any longer. Yeah. So. Yeah, here we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And help us keep here. Keep us here. Yes. 972-647-1893. Again, that's 972-647-1893. Imagine that. And I gave you a thingy, sheety yes. thingy. Um, one of the ways that you can help um, um, maintain our, our station um, in between pledge drives is by giving a monthly donation, be a sustaining donor of KNON, and, and be part of it, um, helping us make sure that we can pay the bills in those months in between. And every little bit, bit helps. You can do your monthly donation uh, with a credit card or a debit card. You can also do it through your checking or savings account. Um, and we would um, 
just give us a call, 972-647-1893, and we can get some information from you, and then someone from the station will give you a, a call to set it up. You can pick what time of the, time of the month you want it deducted, um, and it's easy. You can do, it's, all you have to do is a minimum of $5. Wow. Imagine $5 a month is $60. But it's a great way, I mean, it's one of those ways where you hardly miss the $5 in most cases. Yeah. <laughs> and the station appreciates it because all those small donations add up. Absolutely. And we have a steady monthly income that way. And if we, if we were to be able to do sustaining donations at a level that actually paid for all our bills, then Pledge Drive would be maybe a couple of days to help us get that extra that would help do some events or or a special um, you know as savings. of Friday as of Friday we needed eighty thousand dollars eighty thousand four hundred fifty one dollars why fifty one somebody must have given some odd amount who <laughs> would do something like that hey, no way <laughs> listeners right, right. <laughs> I, I, I would hey, we um, just to throw everything off so if you'd like pledge drive to end right now give us a call and make an eighty thousand dollar pledge um, you know, I'd say $75,000. I'm sure since that went up, uh, we've gotten at least $5,000. He got a couple of thousand dollars on the show before, uh, before us. Yeah. So um, give us a call and make your $70,000 pledge. Pledge drive will end, I promise. has to be on a credit card, though, so that we can verify yes. uh, that donation. And imagine the points you'll get on your credit card. The miles. Yeah. So we're talking to Candy Markham, and we're talking about uh, what advantages, what, um, why it's healthy to be married. Now, marriage isn't for everybody. Mm -mm. And I remember I had done a piece right after marriage equality that was called, Just Because You Can Get Married Doesn't Mean You Should Get Married. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And it, it was a little bit sarcastic, me, imagine, a little bit sarcastic. <laughs> um, but it was serious. Just because you could get married doesn't mean that you should. There are financial reasons not to get married. Uh, there are um, reasons that, you know, just because you can get married doesn't mean that your relationship is one that's going to last. And divorce is, divorce is nasty. Yeah, there's emotional reasons not to get married. Well, personally, mm -hmm. I think people are meant to couple up. And I think uh, there's ways you can get around the financial concerns, prenups, postnups. But I think the fear of commitment is what people call it, but it really is the fear of being hurt. Uh, the, you know, we all come with kind of wounds from childhood and the thing about relationships is that it helps us complete who we are. Mm -hmm. If I see a couple that does not have conflict, I think, oh, they picked the wrong person. <laughs> when I see couples that have conflict, I think, oh, that doesn't bother me. I think, good. Because you come together because of family of origin issues. And so when you come together, you should be triggering your partner with family of origin issues, and in turn, they should be triggering you, <laughs> which is great. And so if you stay in it and either get some help from someone like a marriage counselor who can kind of help you get through those minefields, you grow. And so an example is 
there will be someone who has abandonment issues being very attracted to someone who has engulfment issues. Those Explain what you mean by that. Abandonment means I am so afraid you're going to leave me. Engulfment issues are I'm so afraid you're not going to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I will lose myself in you. And so, you know, what, what I tell my clients is the, the power struggle goes like this. I'm not going to lose myself in this deal. Right? That's the power struggle, which is okay. You know? It's supposed to work that way. Uh, so what happens is the person with abandonment issues, the one that keeps coming forward as the other one is going, running, called uh, back running away, if the one that's coming forward would just stop, well then the back running away will turn around. Well, what, what's going on, all right? So let's say that I have the abandonment issues. My job will be to learn how to tolerate separateness. And not think of it as abandonment. Well, just be able to self-soothe and, you know, <laughs> if, the, if the worst happens, you know, I'll be okay. Self-soothe. The other one, because it's all about safety, the other one is going to have to learn about closeness, how to tolerate closeness. And that's why it's important that we have relationships. It's very important. Because if not, you're going to have to come back and do it all over again. It's <laughs> my belief system with the same kind of person, and you'll be the same kind of person. But I, I think relationships are the way that we're supposed to be, and it's a, and it's a tough thing. Now, one of the things he said was a couple that doesn't argue at all. You kind of uh, warning sign. I wonder. I'm suspicious. That, are they, that are they're they holding everything in. Right. Are you talking to each other? Are you listening to each other? But when does arguing go over the, over the top to the point of they shouldn't be together? Because too much okay, arguing... I think there's three reasons mm -hmm. why someone should not be together. If this relationship is a danger to you physically, mm -hmm. domestic abuse, if this relationship is a danger to you emotionally, they make you feel like a piece of whatever. If the relationship is a danger to you financially, you have run up all your credit cards, you've tried to pay for all her bills. Those are, the, to me, the three reasons to divorce. If you noticed, I did not say someone had an affair. I do not see that as a reason to divorce. It but, can be. Yeah, it may be. But I don't think it... I, th you don't think I don't it think is. it's a nail in the coffin. No, I do not. Well, it might be a nail in the coffin, but it's <laughs> it's not a nail in the heart. Um, the, it, of course, that varies <laughs> amongst people. It's it's hard to get over a betrayal. It's really really hard, but it's not impossible. Well, then there's you know there's an affair, and then there's like ninety nine affairs. Exactly. You know. Um, well, then I would imagine that could be a danger to you emotionally. That, that someone's just using you, that someone is not... And the divorce should be because it's hurting you emotionally, not because of the f affair per se. Right. That's just symptomatic right. of the relationship not working. Because affairs, I mean, it's in the dictionary, affair. To me, it's a symptom of something is wrong in the marriage. All right? 
So it has, if it's, you know, not a serial affair situation, uh, it's a red flag. Something is wrong in the marriage. The same way I see if somebody is gambling or if someone is drinking too much. A lot of times there's something going on in that marriage, and to take a look at that. Um, because when people are unhappy, they do things to get happy. And I will tell you, when someone is having an affair, they are happy. And they may do things like give their spouse jewelry. They're so happy. You know, take their spouse to a nice dinner because they're happy. So that's real confusing to the spouse. Well, it might not just be happy. They might be like, you know. Guilty. I'm thinking that too, but I think too a lot of um, a lot of marriage is um, understanding that you're not single. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I had to learn a lot of things about marriage um, that it's I. A, it's a team. It's a team. There it's are two team. of us now. It yeah. is a team. And things I do impact someone else too. Exactly, yeah. and sometimes that's hard to navigate and really you have to accept it it's like it's not going to change well you know it's so funny to see you doing that patty because i'm thinking team i'm thinking that's real positive <laughs> you can see patty patty not so much <laughs> <laughs> no but when you're like like one of the things i think is 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 like relevant in our my relationship with aaron is that i don't like to ask for help well see that would be one of those engulfment deals He's like, whoa, I don't, I don't want to get too See, a few weeks this. ago, Aaron was a guest on the show. This is indi an indication that Patty and Aaron don't talk to each other because uh, Aaron <laughs> said, well, it's time to go. And Patty turned to her and said, oh, are you the guest today? <laughs> <laughs> but if you remember when we played uh, the... The marriage game or the or wedding something like the newlywed game. Yeah, 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 yeah. They won. Yeah, they did. They won everything. They did. They, they, did. Did. they, they, did. they knew each, each other pretty well. Yeah. 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 Aaron and I, I scored nothing. Lost the worst. <laughs> so, I remember. So, so okay. A few moments ago, you said that you believe that everybody is meant to couple up. I agree. Sometimes with multiple people, that whatever floats your boat. Um, but do you really think everybody's meant to legally marry? Because, you know, I look at, I, throughout my life, I've known people who never, straight and gay, yeah. who never legally married, but they are some of the most successful couples I've ever known. Um, and one of them is, I think they just have been together, 40-something anniversary, been together, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. 40 some never years married. together and never married. Kids, kids, everything. So, it, they, and they've always just said, it's just not for them. I mean, so they're obviously married spiritually, but they've never legally gotten it done, and that works for them. I, th I think there are examples of that. I think they're rare, but there are examples of that, and I have <clears throat> clients that are not married that have kids and been together a long time. Um, my experience with that in, in, in my treatment room is that there is one who does want to get married, mm. but there's one who doesn't. So there you have it. But uh, with the couple you just mentioned, I mean, who knows about them, but if when I picture Goldie Hawn, I'm, I'm thinking she might feel kind of trapped if she got married. If she got married. Yeah. So this works for them. And it's, and it truly, it's whatever works for you, and right. it's what David said. The important thing is you have the right to marry. 
if you want to. Right. Mm -hmm. right. That's the important thing. But for me as a therapist, the commitment is the important thing and the ability to manage your emotions when you're in a relationship with someone. Mm -hmm. um, it is Pledge Drive here at KNON and um, the phones haven't been ringing. Last Pledge Drive, that was a good thing because people were going online and making their pledges at KNON.org, hitting the Pledge Now button, filling out the form, and, um, and that's great because we ended up with our biggest Pledge Drive in years. Um, but if you'd like to make a pledge and give us a call, it's 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Um, you know, our, our expenses on certain things have gone up. Postage has gone up here at the station like it has everywhere. Uh, the office rent has gone up again. The tower lease rent has gone up again. Uh, and I think they've even added more scorpions down at the tower. Well, we probably have to support their, you know, their housing and everything, so... Right. Yeah, can you yeah, the tower, it's not just the tower lease, it's the scorpion killer, scorpion poison <laughs> that we have I'm to just thinking of that picture that you put up on Facebook of Patty and I standing out there by the by tower. The tower. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> whew, that's a great picture. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. a great picture. Um, so give us a call, 972-647-1893. The money that you donate to KNON goes toward direct fees of running a station, leasing tower space. Uh, and by tower space, I mean that's where the uh, signal is beamed off of. Uh, the office rent. Our office, we had such a nice office. And I like the new space, too, but that one was so comfortable and the tornado blew it away. Yeah. So, shame. The building, the whole building is gone. Uh, fundraising expenses have gone up. Uh, phone and internet services have gone up. What about salary? <clears throat> uh, well, Patty gets a huge salary here of what- I have what more zeros after my, my initial zero than you do. I'm sorry, but- yeah, you have less zeros. Well, we keep we, we keep talking to Gene about that. We're asking for the arrays to even have more zeros added. Yeah, not yeah. to mention direct deposit checks and direct yes, deposit. Direct deposit. Yeah. That was the first thing I asked of him when he, when he was on the board. I said, please, please get direct deposit for us so that we can get those zeros faster. <laughs> so when you call nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three, you're uh, making a donation just to the direct cost of running the station. The tower electricity bill is over $1,100 a month. It's like running a 55,000 watt light bulb 24 hours a day. Yeah. So, and that's about to go up. I don't know about your electricity, but my uh, contract with my electric provider ended last month. I'm just waiting this week for my new electric yeah. bill, which is, I went from a 6.3 cent contract to 17 cents. Mm. Wow. Mm. That's what was available. That Almost was the, three times. Yeah, if I stayed with the same company, it would have gone over 20 cents a, a kilowatt hour. Wow. So That's still nice that you all have choices. And then you read about how much money they made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we were very fortunate. We were able to renew our two-year contract with a provider. Um, we have solar panels and we sell back electricity. So oh, we we're able nice. to sell them back oh, wow. at the same rate, buy and sell at the same rates we did for the last two years. Awesome. So feel very Solar fortunate. panels, way to go. Yeah, that's been 
You know what? We it's need to great. take a break. You're listening to Land oh, of the Week sorry. on 89.3 KNON FM. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laron Landis and the late Patty Fink. And our guest is Candy Markham. We'll be back with more right after this. Hi, this is Candy Markham, and I listen to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON FM. Listen. And uh, Candy was just looking at, uh, and like, when did you do that? Years ago. Yeah, it's that been was ages. Recorded. Right. Yeah. So, Candy and we're said, still singing the same tune. Mm -hmm. oh, Call right. us, 972-647-1893. We won't change the tune, but... We'll always need your support. Call us, 972-647-1893. Or go online to knon.org and make your pledge there. That's a nice, easy way to uh, see all the pledge premiums. The only one that you do have to call for, we still have that pair of tickets uh, to the Indigo Girls with John Tavius Willis also performing on that bill. It's a show at the Granada Theater on October 21st. The show's at 7, or the doors open at 7, the show is at 8. Um, $100 gets you a pair of general admission tickets, and $130 gets you a pair of tickets and a KNON t-shirt to wear to the show. Well, you can keep the t-shirt. <laughs> We're not taking that back. No. <laughs> so. And that's a Friday night. It is Friday night, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so we're talking with Candy about marriage equality and what are the... We, last week we talked about the legal implications. Today we're talking about the emotional implications. What if they took marriage away? What would that do to people? I think it'd be catastrophic. I think it'd be absolutely catastrophic because of, of the things that Lorraine and, and Patty talked about, which is hospital visits, which is deciding who is the parent, custodial parent of the child, um, putting Carolyn on my dental coverage. Um, it, it would be catastrophic. You know, and you say just putting Carolyn on your dental package, all of a sudden, ruling comes down, okay, marriage is ended, and you have to change your insurance policies. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, the only thing I can think of that it could be workable is that they say no new marriages can happen. But what's the point in that? I don't know. It's right. just harassment. But yeah. my, what I'm telling people is if you're even thinking about it, do it. It's time to really start thinking about it seriously. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you cannot take it for granted. You, you cannot take your rights for granted. If you're female, if you're a person of color, if you're LGBTQ, you cannot take your rights for granted. And that's what we're learning. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that our, um, our Supreme Court has turned political. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. And did you hear about uh, Justice Alito's like like victory lap tour? He made this speech in Rome about f religious liberty, mm -hmm. and if that wasn't a political speech, I don't know was about what 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 would be because he he went on and on about about like we won and they lost and they're mad. Yeah, it's like Fox News. Yeah, it, yeah. it was yeah. it was them. disturbing, yeah. really disturbing. Yeah, Supreme Scary. Court decision isn't supposed to be a we and them. Nope. It was us. Marriage equality is for everybody, 
if you want to marry another person, you can marry another person. Um, it wasn't limited to certain groups. You didn't have to prove anything. You didn't have to... There were no special requirements. It's just two people who want to get married. As long as you follow the rules of your state, which might include not being able to marry a first cousin, because in other states you can't, in Texas you can, um, could be um, uh, age requirements. <coughs> Minimum age requirements. Minimum age requirements, oh, okay. yeah. Right. You know, I want to go back to your question, Debbie, you know, that you posed for Candy. What would happen if they took marriage away, stripped mm -hmm. away from people? You know, we mentioned what it could do as far as, you know, financially, uh, contractually, insurance, hospital visitation, all those things. But let's talk about what it would do emotionally. People having to scramble to try and recoup or protect those things you know i think about you know the tr uh, the the parents of trans kids yeah. here in texas having a scramble like okay do we move to another state so we don't get prosecuted or even investigated that's got to be emotionally tasking same thing with marriage equality if, if we live in now if we do live in texas and if they were to reverse it texas is one of those states where we would lose it it, it would be stripped yeah. from us so um, you know, some of one of my groups that we we've talked about this, and then at least half of the people are already saying, "Well, we'd have to move," and that's that's not easy to do, especially for those of us who are older, um, already secured in our careers. And you don't want to lose the good people. You don't want to lose the, the good, good people. people. Need to stay and fight. Right. Yeah. You well, know, Ron, I, you have a kid in school. I have a kid in school. You have to uproot her. I have to uproot her. You know, uh, my my husband's a school teacher. Um, you know. I, I, even though I work in Texas, you know, my, my company is based in California, but I can't afford California wages to buy a house in California. So uh, it, it would be so emotionally tasking on everybody. That's what it would do. You know, um, therapists work with emotions, so emotionally taxing uh, means it would be very scary. Yeah. Lots of fear. and. Every living organism, even the one-cell amoeba, it's all about being safe, all right? That's why deers have long legs and rabbits have big ears. It's all <laughs> about survival and being safe. And when something like this comes down, we don't feel safe, and we scramble around to try to find a way to get safe again. You know, it's, it's, it, it would be catastrophic. Mm -hmm. It would be a terrible thing. Well, it's, uh, what I don't understand is it's, it's not enough <laughs> for these what I call fright-wingers on the far, far right. Oh, and that's it's clever. very extreme. That's very clever. Because that's what they want to do is instill fright, yeah. and they've achieved that. Um, is, it's not enough for them to say ban abortion in the state of Texas. They want to go after women who would leave the state and come back. Uh, so it's not enough to say, it's, well, not here. We don't want this here. And it, it's not enough yeah. to say, well, we're not going to um, teach about slavery or the lives of black and lived experiences of black people and brown people and Asian people and people with disabilities, um, where you can't say anything about them at all. And... I mean, I mean, like, I don't understand this no, whole thing. It's like, it's not me. enough. They have to go after you in every every way. It's like, it's not enough that you could you could die from a, a pregnancy that has gone wrong. 
No, it wasn't that you couldn't talk about slavery. It's that you have to talk about it as they chose to come here. Right, right. Yeah. And they chose to work for us. Yeah. Or yeah. banning books. It's like, I, it's not enough that I don't want my kids to read these books, but I want, I want nobody's kids to see these books. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's not... It's not a way, and I'm really kind of curious now. They've had CPAC in Dallas all weekend. Yeah, how was the meeting, Patty? Oh, yeah. I have no clue. I've what seen you pictures have no from it. You, ha you weren't there? Nope, didn't go. Laron, did you go? Uh, no. Oh. They would have They would have noticed Laron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They probably wouldn't have let me in. Because <laughs> yeah. let me tell you, it's a white, white, white room. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but they had Orban, who, Victor Orban, who's the dictator of the of Hungary. Hungary. Mm -hmm. um, and he had get, recently gave a speech about, you know, no mixing of the races. So I wonder if, <laughs> if Clarence Thomas was attending that and how that's all going to play out. Right. Um, where, I mean, they're getting that extreme. He's got to hear that. He's got to hear that kind of thing. And he like knows he's black, right? They're coming for you, too, dude. They're coming for you, too. When's yeah. he going to wake up? Yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah, if we know it, he knows it. We can see, we can see everything. It's like, it was like the January 6th. Like, I had it on my calendar. It's like, this is the day they're going to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> we all saw it coming. We all saw it coming. All you had to do was turn on the TV. Look, it's happening. <laughs> It's like it was no big surprise, but I don't understand that level of extremism. Like I don't want you to have the rights I have, and I I don't because want it takes away their rights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They think equality. So it, it, it waters their rights down. There's only so many rights to go around, mm -hmm. and if you get them, then then somehow it impacts mine. Well, like marriage licenses, the county could run out. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to borrow yours and like scribble out the names and put ours on. Like what? The, what I'm not using mine now, so they can have mine. Now hang on to it. <laughs> I am. It's framed. I'm thinking. You know, you might get another one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say you, you are open to get married again now. Yep. You're free to marry again. It's mm -hmm. giving us a little smile. I don't know what that means. It means that little smile. If you believe that David has a uh, a partner in his future, give us a call at 972-647-1893 with your pledge. But you know, here's the question. This actually brings up a, a subject I've talked about with my friends. For whatever reason, if you became single again, would you marry again? Well, you know, I would. I would not. Why would you not? I take it that seriously. Danny's just my one and only husband. I'm not doing it again. You know, but that doesn't mean you wouldn't get that another mean, relationship. That doesn't mean I would, get in, right. I would find another relationship. But as far as to legally marry, I'm not doing it again. Do you know? Depends on how the divorce went. <laughs> if, it, if it was well, pretty divorce is one thing. Well, no, even if, if it was a widow. Widow is something it, else. Whatever it was, widow or or a divorce, I'm just not doing it again. Do you know? My father was widowed uh, when he was 57. Young. And we talked about it quite a bit. Um, I had set him up with somebody I was going out with for a while with his mother. But his mother was divorced, and they didn't get along. And my father and I had this long conversation, and he said, you know, if I talk about my wife, she gets jealous. And when she talks about her husband, she gets bitter. <laughs> well, she wasn't the one for your dad. No, yeah. no. That doesn't um, mean there wasn't somebody for your dad. But, but he did. Her. No, he got remarried, but oh, it was good. again to a widow. 
because they both understood each other that when they were talking about their previous spouse they loved them they did love them yes. and that was okay yes. their spouses were part of their relationship right right um you know it's funny i'm not looking for brian but i am looking for some of brian's qualities yes you know his sweetness mm -hmm. yes right wasn't he just the sweetest yes yeah and he was handsome and he was he was just such a good person he, he was one of the sweetest and goodest people that i've ever met yeah he was so i'm looking for those qualities without looking for specific qualities because you don't want to say oh well yeah he went to unt also you, you don't want the specific type things um because then you're comparing yeah so yeah would you remarry and I, I am seeing something well and I, I would I would go ahead Jane go ahead no, to, yeah. the mic. Oh. To, to the mic okay uh, just before we go off um, if this sounds too innocent or sophomoric my apologies but uh, it seems like the, the things we've heard about marriage on this show um, can be applied to both same-sex marriages and oh, sure. sex marriages and that's what I really like it you know there is a certain level of acceptance, and I think that's going up uh, for both sides. So the real equality yeah. means all of us. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. that's yeah. right. You're absolutely Thank you for, right. Thank you for that thought, Gene. I, th I think it's true. Um, and, and, you know, there's that saying that marriage is so daily. <laughs> <I've never laughs> and it's that. very true. It is. Sometimes it's minutely. <laughs> minutely, yeah. But I, I wonder, too, David, if if um, you're looking for those qualities in a person um, so that they can bring out the qualities you the, the David you were with Brian yes that's part of yes. it too because yeah, I'm a better person because I'm with Aaron I'm a better yes. person I, I agree. in countless ways yes. uh, right and Brian kept me in check <laughs> <laughs> and and that sweet personality is going to be attracted to you David mm -hmm. they're, they're gonna like your spunkiness and your power uh, and you're gonna like their kindness and their sweetness it's a great match uh, there's people out there oh I'm seeing somebody oh, oh now it comes out it came out on the show I came out oh, on I the show I could see that little smile and I thought what is that over there? there's a different little oh, nice oh, nice but I don't know that we're gonna get married well let's just see if it has legs let's yeah, just see what yeah, happens yeah, yeah. and if you want to wish you, David, David a, 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 a great you know, a great tomorrow with whoever he's dating. You can call us at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine nine three and give us a, a pledge. And we are t toward the end of the show. Um, if you want to make your pledge uh, after the show is over, you can go online knon.org. That's what I'm going to do uh, as soon as I get home. And um, because all of us do support the show ourselves, you know, yes, we're not just asking other people for money. We're, we're I give every ourselves. pledge drive, and I have the Kanoen closet with a K. With many of us have pink T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I, when I buy them now, I give them away to somebody. I gave mine away yeah. last time to somebody too. Patty won't wear it. <laughs> That stereotype shirt, the women's cut in pink. It's uh, ladies' no, cut. Ladies' cut. You know, even so, more reason. Um, there is a great KNON baseball type shirt, though. Uh, That's the one I got. Shirt. And how much is that? 125. That's what I thought. Oh, I need to give you more. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Not a did lot I more. did I give you a no, sheet? No, I don't. I was going to go over them, and I don't have it. Oh, okay. Um, I have the I have the sheet for the Indigo Girls. Right. Oh, I gave it to Patty. Yeah, with John Tavius Willis, Friday, October twenty-first at the Granada. Um, so give us a shout, 972-647-1893. You can't get these by an, with an online pledge right now. You need to call us. Right, we only have one set. Right, we only have one, one pair of tickets for general admission. One, it's a, for a $100 pledge, or $130 gets you, gets you the uh, pair of tickets and a T-shirt. Uh, so give us a shout now. We'd love to get these tickets to somebody who would love to see the Indigo Girls. And as I recall... As an LGBTQ radio show um, that includes many L's and many L's love IG. Yes, they do. So yes, they do. give us a shout, 972-647-1893, to see Amy and Emily live at the Granada Theater on October 21st, which is a Friday. Perfect. And for all of us here at Lambda Weekly, have a great week, and remember to make your pledge during the week. Thank you, Candy. It was great fun. Thank you, Candy.